To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Otago University researchers are calling for urgent changes to New Zealand's Sale and Supply of Alcohol Act when it comes to suicide prevention strategies. So research shows a quarter of suicides in New Zealand are linked to acute alcohol consumption. That is, they were over the legal driving limit uh, in alcohol at the time of their death. With me now is the lead study author, and it's Dr. Rose Crossan. Hello, Rose. Good evening. Thank you for having me. Well, I would like to say it's a pleasure, but it isn't in many ways. What are the implications of your findings? Firstly, I think the, the statistic is is a tragedy and, and really disheartening to see for New Zealand. So what we've been calling for um, through the study is for changes to the way that alcohol is regulated in New Zealand um, as a form of suicide prevention. Does your study actually uh, find out whether the alcohol is a causal effect to suicide or is it that they have a depression and when they come to the point when they're making decisions, they're affected by alcohol? That's a really important point, and it's actually something that we can't determine through this study because both pathways are are, are plausible. Um, So suicide and alcohol have a complex relationship, and there are multiple ways in which alcohol can impact an individual's suicide risk. But from this study, we can't determine, uh, as you say, with the order of the events, whether or not somebody was uh, drinking alcohol and then began feeling depressed and despairing or whether they were depressed and despairing and began drinking alcohol. Both circumstances are, um, are certainly plausible. Yeah. They have a very symbiotic uh, relationship, alcohol, depression, and then, of course, suicide. Uh, what role does the Alcohol Sale and Supply Act have on our suicide prevention strategy? The unfortunate thing is that we actually don't have any alcohol-related interventions in our national suicide prevention strategy, so the two are quite siloed. So we think, though, that international evidence suggests that taking action on alcohol and reducing alcohol, um, reducing alcohol availability and strengthening alcohol regulations does then result in a reduced uh, suicide rate in, for a population. So that's why we're recommending that action be taken with the Sale and Supply of Alcohol Act. And what exact action uh, should the government take? I think there's a suite of interventions that would be that should be investigated and, and enacted. And many of these aren't new. These are things that have been recommended through multiple reports over the last decade. They're all sitting there waiting. So these would be things like um, restricting alcohol marketing and banning sports sponsorship by alcohol, uh, by alcohol companies. Uh, reducing access to alcohol by things like reduced trading hours or um, reducing the number of alcohol outlets that can be in a particular area. And we also think that it would be important to trial a uh, an approach like minimum unit pricing to try and take ultra-cheap alcohol out of the New Zealand market. And this has been tried uh, in Scotland with a fair degree of success and also in the Northern Territory. So we have international examples for right. a trial. Okay. Uh, Dr. Rose Crosson, I thank you so much for your time today. Enjoy your weekend and I thank you.